Good morning, guys. Welcome to the first episode where this podcast is called Mindset Happy Hour. I am super excited to bring you guys Frankie Rodriguez, my first official guest. This is actually his first interview that he's done. He's been a podcast host, a podcast producer for some time now. He has some great stories and some great things to explain in this episode. We talk about how he started his career, where he is today, working out and mental fitness, physical fitness, eating well, making time for his family while having a brand newborn baby, and also figuring out how to fit in time for himself. We came in bright and early. Yes, we did. Meant to come in yesterday, but we have a new dad on the show today, and he had to do dad things. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yesterday was a tough night. Uh, For anyone who is a parent out there, you know exactly what I mean. They either sleep or they don't, and last (laughs) night was a don't, a very hard don't. I was up till about 2.30 trying to get Winnie to sleep, and uh, yeah, I felt so bad because I had to text you, and I was like... Listen, I if we could do Friday, that'd be way better. It worked out better for me, honestly. Getting up wasn't fun, but we're here. We have coffee. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I feel pretty good this morning. Me too. I like oddly. By the end of like the 45 minute drive, I was singing in my car, just like a little, just a tiny bit. I was trying out ways because I'm trying to figure out if I want <laughs> to. Never use ways. I, I I have before, but I was trying to see how I like it because I might use it when I drive down to South Carolina. Are you, do you normally use maps? No, I use. Oh, Siri, like Apple Maps? Yeah. Why? Waze is so much better. I mean, it's fine. I think it's cool you can change the voices to like Kermit <laughs> the Frog or something. But like, they, I think it's annoying. You have to put on, do me a favor. Okay. In the afternoon when you're driving home, put on boy band as the voice. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> so Frankie, as you can probably tell, is a podcast producer. Well, only if you're watching, I guess you could see him checking over. Other than podcast producing for Street Cop, where you were recently hired, you also have hosted multiple shows, mm-hmm. and you have also podcast produced for a few other shows. Yes. Give me a little bit of background on that. Okay. So, in 2018, I was obsessed with podcasting and just like the thought of any person around the world just having a microphone and talking for an hour and being able to share it with the world was just like fascinating to me oh yeah and i've always been told by friends and family either like you're funny or like you should do like comedy or like you should tell stories so i was like all right well you know what like i want to start my own podcast so i got a 35 dollar microphone on amazon i had the crappiest computer in the world and i had a little room (laughs) <laughs> and I just went there, hit record on GarageBand, and started talking. GarageBand. Oh, yeah. Oh, my old God. Old school GarageBand, too. Like, not like the new and improved one. Like, no, really the old one. Crappy GarageBand. <laughs> um, and I would just tell stories. And, you know, there's not like a lot of traction, but like for me, it was fun. And I was learning something new. Oh, yeah. That was like huge for me because I was interested in it. And I'm the type of, I have like a, I don't want to say a weird personality, but my personality is if I, like something and I want to get into it, I like nosedive in and I'm like obsessed. So then I started recording and I'm like, oh, I want to add video. So then I started (laughs) adding video cameras and I would get the wrong cameras because you'd have to have a record limit as we know with this camera (laughs) at 28 minutes or so. We need to shut that one off and turn it back on. Um, But that show is called The Fraud Pod. And it's Fraud Pod because my friends used to call me Fraud. Actually, Ben started calling me Fraud, which is interesting because I never really? told him that that was. Yeah, he'd be like Fraud. 
I'm like, hey, people actually call me that. That's weird. It goes well. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> so that was the fraud pod. And I did that for about a year. And then um, I grew up pretty well. I was getting around like 100 to 500 listens per episode, which is like, in the grand scheme of things, not like amazing by any But it's great but for starting for your like own. a random dude who's just talking into a microphone. And I got random guests. Like I got guests from, I got nutritionists. I got really? personal trainers. I got comedians. I got musicians. And like, I just wanted to sit down and talk to somebody. So like that was the coolest part about it. And I was so obsessed with it that I wanted to make my own studio. So I made Fraud Pod Studios when I moved <laughs> into my new home in 2019. And it was literally my extra bedroom, painted the walls, put up signs, put up soundproofing, built. I actually built the table that oh like everything's God. on. And I started another show with my good friend, Sean Sharkey, called Chumming for Sharks, which was a show <laughs> about hot takes. So we'd have people send in their hot takes and we would debate them. That's cool. That was a I lot like of that fun. Idea. That show lasted probably about like six or seven months. And then he had a baby. So then, uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of got life. Going. Fair yes. enough. Uh, and then I produced a live sports talk show called Jocks of All Trades, which was on Twitch every Tuesday night. And I only produced that show. And that was the most fun I've had with producing podcasts because I got to sit behind the cameras and the lights with the mixer and we had people call in. So I'd let people call in and I'd be like, okay, what's your question? And then they would ask the host. We talked sports. That's dope. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But all this was for a reason. So in 2018... I was just at a new job as a project manager. I was there for about a year. I started in 2017. And I quickly realized how much I hated it. So podcasting was really an outlet for me and really like something I actually enjoyed and I wanted to make a career. I just didn't know how because I didn't have the schooling. I didn't go to, I went to school for two years. And I dropped out. So that's my story for school. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have a degree and I just didn't know what I wanted to do and I kind of was stuck so I just kept doing what I liked doing. And uh, eventually, I think in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I started putting together my regular resume with my podcasting experience on top of it, because I was like, let me reach out to these companies and see if maybe they'll take a chance on me, which ended up being no, for the most part. So from 2020 <laughs> to 2020, there's always a lot of no's before a yes, a lot of no's. And I kind of gave up for a little bit at the end of 2021. But then I started back in early 2022 sending them out and that's when i saw a street cop it was like it was like the halo the perfect. Like, ah! and like i'm reading it and you know dennis his way with words and i'm reading this we were hooked from the moment that we read the description yeah, and i'm like okay these are my people like mm -hmm. this is this is this is fun <laughs> and i sent it out and honestly i sent it out with like thinking i'm not getting this like i really had a shitty mindset to be honest um but the next day jess reached out to me and oh, Jess was the one that Jess reached out to you. Jess reached out to me and Jeez. we hopped on a phone call and then she's like, okay, when can you come in? And you know what's funny? I actually made it for two weeks later, but then I like got nervous and I'm like, that's too long. I was like, I have to go. So I took off uh, my old job and I was like, oh, no. I'm going somewhere. Like I have to do something. Did you? Yeah. And I came here instead. I came here and I, and I interviewed with Dennis and he gave me the, the job on the spot. So, oh my God. That's what happened when I applied here. I had applied to so many jobs. I think I was about three months into my job search when I was applied here, just finished school. And I saw Street Cop. I don't know why they didn't pop up before because I think that the job posting was up for a little bit. Saw Street Cop and I was like, this sounds perfect. This is exactly what I want to do. I go to, I add my resume. 
add my cover letter had sent. I'm looking back over it. I sent the wrong cover letter. Mm. I sent no. one f- completely different company. Oh. I was like, you know what? It wasn't meant to happen. I'm not going to get this so job. So you thought instantly you were oh, dead yeah. in the water like you're done. I was like this. I'm, yeah. what, what are they called? I don't remember because I'm yeah. not getting the yeah. job. Uh-huh. Then I was like, let me just let me reach out on LinkedIn to someone that works there. Reached out to Dennis. Ended up, I think, hearing back from him the next day. We hopped on a call. I hopped on a call with another manager. We set up a time to come in. I had to send in some projects, came in, and then he offered me the job on the spot. And I really think that I have LinkedIn to thank for that because if I, mm-hmm. I think that one, I don't even know if they looked at my cover letter resume because as you know, <laughs> right. Dennis hires based on the person, not yes. necessarily based on experience. Obviously, you have to know what you're doing. You have to be able to do the job, but He's a very people-based person, and that's Absolutely. why his company has done well because he is like yeah. that. Yeah, he he knows, you know, he knows a, a the person right away whether they're going to be a good fit or not. Oh like yeah, Dennis has a knack for that for 100%. many reasons. But um, but yeah, Jess, I think she, you know, she briefly looked over my resume and was like, "Yeah, you look like you have great experience," which is like the first time I ever heard that. I'm like, "Really? Thank you?" I was like, "I've been podcasting for four <laughs> years. Like, look at all these. I shows. know what I'm doing." And the thing is, like, when I'm when I say producing, like, it's not just like. I was on the show and I just hit record. Like I did everything from graphics, logos, promo videos, clips for for Instagram and YouTube and and like just like distribution. Like producing is a lot, especially oh, yeah. when you're a one man show. Like, but again, I loved it. So I was like, I don't care. Obsessed. It was fun. Every part of yes. it was fun. And now I get to do it for a living. So I don't, crazy. I can't even believe full sometimes. circle. Honestly, it's unbelievable. It really is. What? So when you first started, obviously you knew nothing about podcasting. Absolutely. How'd you figure it out from start to finish how to do everything? YouTube. YouTube YouTube is the best. And I, this is probably not a hot take anymore, but YouTube probably has the same, if not more resources than college. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I, I, I don't mean that too, because I don't want to knock college completely because I understand its purpose for certain degrees and things I, you want to do in your life. I think for certain things, obviously you want to be a doctor, you mm-hmm. things that you need college for, mm-hmm. you need to get that knowledge base. You need to get that experience. Other things I don't think need college. I think mm-hmm. it depends upon the job, yeah. depends upon the role. Yeah, the you, want, situation. Listen, you want to be a doctor, engineer, surgeon, lawyer, obviously completely you need, understandable you need for college. college. You can't learn how to be a lawyer on YouTube. And yep. also you're not going to pass the bar yep. like, or be able to go to the bar. Exactly. So, um, but communications, business, content creation, uh, experience. Yeah. Like all that stuff. There's so many great experts. Like there's so much value in YouTube. It's amazing that and it's free, free. resources. It's actually. And like, please YouTube, if you're listening, with YouTube, <laughs> I don't know if you are, please don't charge people to use it because it like, I would imagine in five years, I'll, I'll, I will say this. I could, all right. This is being recorded. He's predicting years. the future. So it's 2022, 2027. I had to do the math really quick. College. I believe in you. Um, YouTube will have a YouTube university. I, I could oh, almost guarantee I could it. it. I could see them getting the experts in all these fields and having them teach classes for money on YouTube mm-hmm. because everything's virtual now with Zoom. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And I just feel like that's probably one of the things that they're probably going to look into, but that's just a guess. Anyway, so YouTube, <laughs> I literally went from what microphone do I get? How do I, do I have to get a USB microphone or do I have to get a dynamic microphone or do I get a condenser microphone? What's the so difference between things. the two? Um, should I use GarageBand? How long should podcasts be? 
what should I talk about? Like so all much this pressure. Stuff, yeah, and that's why like ultimately I just it boiled down to I didn't worry too much about the content as far as what like oh my god, what do I need to like do I need to be an yeah. expert? No, like let me just be me, let me have fun. If people enjoy it, cool. If they don't, whatever. Um and I want to learn. So that's what I that's how I did that. Was you absolutely YouTube. Uh, I feel like that's the best way, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean Frankie is my first podcast guest since I have changed the name to Mindset Happy Hour. So I'm very excited to have Frankie on. I hope he can I make do with my I, mess ups. I was just saying before we started, <laughs> one, I do I do appreciate you having me on as your first oh, guest. I'm this is honored. Frankie's first interview yes. of all of his years of having podcasts, podcast mm-hmm. producing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that this was his first interview. No one has ever interviewed me. The closest I've ever had was on Chumming for Sharks when it was me and my friend because we would just go back and forth. You're in the hot seat now. Um, yeah, I like it though. <laughs> I think it's cool. It's fun. It, I actually haven't podcasted in a couple months because since I started this job, obviously I wanted to go full Blown attention into to this, but I am starting. A yeah. New a new one soon is in the works. We won't give too much out. Uh, and a YouTube channel I'm going to start too because I, 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 I have another hobby of reviewing movies. And oh, now yeah. with my video and audio experience, I want to just make a short YouTube, just con- uh, just video. Even Big you said I should do. You said I should make it a podcast, though. A hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's at the point where it's, like, it's just one extra step. Why not? Exactly. Like, just take the audio and put it out there. <laughs> at that point, I know. why don't you just put I it know. on a big screen? <laughs> I know. And I should know better. I should know better. I just, here's the thing. I have to, I my time, I have to really be strategic with it because now with a baby, Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is my job, my full-time job editing, and then like starting another show and then making a YouTube channel. I got to figure it out. Yeah. I, that's what I was doing when I was in um, real estate a while ago. I plan to make a YouTube channel. I plan to have an Instagram. I plan to have a podcast. I plan to do a million things, and it became so much that I didn't do any of it. Yeah. So I had to take a step back and say, okay, I'm going to pick one thing. That's what I'm going to focus on. That's a great and then way I'm to go expand. about it. That's really a great way because I feel like a lot of people do that, especially when, because um, nowadays everyone has a podcast, which is fine. Yeah, it's great. that is I mean, true. Podcasts are growing. It's awesome. I think if you want to do you it. Because you could talk about it. anything. Right. It's, it's like yeah, YouTube. You and But that's a great point that you bring up is because when people think of podcasts and they go, okay, well now they see all these other podcasts. Mm-hmm. They go, okay, I want to start a podcast. I need to get a microphone. I need to get a camera. I need to figure yep. out what this, I need to get it's a laptop. All or nothing it's almost. like, hey, listen, take a step back, take a breath, go get the first microphone that you could find. Even if you're using your earbuds. I think I got mine. Mine's from Amazon at home. Right. Honestly, 20, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, go on Mercari. And then you don't need this mixer. Just use your laptop. Yeah. That's and what like, I did. Plug. I think I recorded like notes apps or not notes apps. You uh, can. Yeah. Voice memos. Yeah. I forget who it was that said that. It was one of the first podcasters I was or podcast like um like YouTube guys that was talking about starting podcasts. And he said, you can literally take your phone, put it on the desk, hit record on your mm-hmm. notes app, mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. and upload it. That's your podcast. It doesn't need that. to be this fancy, you know, three hundred dollars Sure SM seven B microphones and fancy cameras and all this stuff. Like it's great. You'll get Oh yeah. There. And like eventually I got there because I became so obsessed I started spending money like a psycho. <laughs> But you can start with the bare minimum and just talk about what you want to talk about. People will listen. You'll always find people to listen. Oh, yeah. Like You'll find your niche. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, something I feel like a hard realization to come to is not everyone will like what you're doing, but you don't need everyone to like what you're doing. As mm-hmm. long as you're doing you, mm-hmm. 
You're not being fake. You're being authentic. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. Honestly. I agree. 100%. I think that what kind of inspired me to start podcasting was I just realized that I was always having conversations with people that were smarter than me that were doing amazing things. And I was like, why don't I record these conversations? I'm having them anyway. Mm-hmm. It's so cool that we're able to, you and me are able to sit here and talk and people from wherever right. can then listen and they might not gain anything mm-hmm. or they might take one little thing that we said and it might resonate and then it might help them figure something out or do something else. So yeah. that was my fast my fascination with it when I first started. Oh yeah, I was just like, wait, I could talk into this microphone for an <laughs> hour and like someone in I don't know Egypt could hear me. Yeah. We never mentioned. Are you guys finalized the name? Yes, we did. Finalize Are you able the name? to release the name? I am. I am. So the podcast name is Hot and Fathered. Love it. And it's hosted by me and my good friend, Sean Sharkey, who is also a new dad. His daughter's going to be one, actually, in a couple of weeks. And my daughter's eight weeks. So a little bit more different. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, we are still finalizing what exactly the show is going to be about. Obviously, it's going to be, be about fatherhood and that whole aspect. And we're both girl dads. So we could talk about that. Oh, but there yeah. will definitely be other conversations and some banter and some fun stuff. So it's a very light just just don't it's not you're not gonna learn anything from it you will learn if you are a dad you will learn about that because you'll learn from our experiences and we'll talk about them but as far as like substance (laughs) there probably won't be that much so it's definitely gonna be a funny podcast no it'll be great i'm excited you went with that name i am too because our other one was dilf and it was dads i'd like to friend (laughs) and that one is actually taken so is it yeah i looked it up it's taken so you're a new dad Yes. You're getting ready to start that podcast. How do you go about working full time? You also work out. Mm-hmm. You try and eat healthy. You try and prepare your meals. Yeah. Try to go home, make your own podcast, mm-hmm. and then also enjoy your family and be a dad. So how do you do that? Mm-hmm. How do you manage your time? It's it's tough. Uh, the first, it's also tough, like the first two weeks of fatherhood, like, I was I was off. I was lucky enough to yep. be at an awesome company that lets me actually stay home with my family. When Shout I had out to baby. Dennis. Shout out Den. <laughs> uh, so that was nice to actually be home and just relax and be with the family. Then when I get got back to work, that's where like the juggling begins because yep. you have to figure it out. First of all, you have to figure out what your baby's doing at night. Like, are they up all night? Are they which they will be? But how <laughs> often? Like, how often are they up? Like, it takes a while for them to get into a rhythm. So. Um, how I balance it is one, I have a rock star wife who understands that I'm working. I like to work out. She knows what I like. She knows I love to podcast. She knows I'm obsessed with million different hobbies. So one, she tolerates me. So find (laughs) the perfect, find the perfect partner in your life. Someone that's not going to judge you when you want to try something new or they want you to continue to grow they want you to continue and they support you you need someone who's going to support you so i'm lucky that that covers 80 percent of any problem that i'll ever have with juggling time i love this um in the morning uh i have to work out i will not work out after work it just never happens it doesn't happen i I can convince myself oh frankie when you get Uh home you're gonna do it Absolutely not, especially mm-hmm. with a baby. So yeah, once I get home, like I'm not 
don't i'm not leaving again honestly like even food wise like we're either cooking or ordering i'm not going to pick up food i'll pay the extra ten dollars yeah i don't care even though the prices are crazy now (laughs) um so i have to work out in the morning so basically i'm i'm kind of up sporadically throughout the night because again my daughter winnie she's just a psycho and gets up like every i don't know two hours now Jeez. so what i do is i set an alarm for six if i'm up at 5 30 taking care of winnie that's fine and then i will um change her diaper go to the gym get my workout in and then i come right to work and i like i'm like you i like to come early so oh, yeah we're here early and then obviously i'm working all day and then my family time is literally when i get home that's why i work out in the morning so i can spend time with my family like when i get home it's Time for me, my wife, and Winnie. That's kind of what I love. Snacks, food, all that, you know, all that good stuff. When, when I work out in the morning, and much like you, since we work out before work, in the afternoon, it almost feels like you could be doing so many other things. You could be hanging out with your wife. You could be hanging out with Winnie. You could be doing a million things with your family, with your friends. Mm-hmm. In the morning... When you're awake while it's still fucking dark out, mm-hmm. even though it sucks, when you get up and you open your eyes and all you want to do is go to sleep, right. once you're actually up and you're at the gym and you're done working out, mm-hmm. you've already accomplished something great in the day. Yeah. You, you, you've already done more than probably 50% of America. Oh, yeah. Or the world. Yeah. Yeah. And you, ju- you kind of set yourself up that, okay, I already accomplished this. Now I'm going to have a great day. Mm-hmm. And you finish that before, I mean, for us, we, f- we finish that by like seven. Yeah. Then we come here, we're able to do all of our work and then we're able to go home after. Mm-hmm. For me, on the rare occasion that I work out in the afternoon, mm-hmm. if I can get myself to, because I end up talking myself out of it pretty much every day. If I don't work out in the morning, I end up just like you going right home. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I'm rushing through my night. I work out, I go home, I shower, yeah. I have to eat dinner, I have to prepare my right. lunch for the next day, my outfit, then go to bed. And I don't get any time for myself. That's where the where a lot of And people, I don't even have a kid. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's where a lot of people come up with this excuse of, oh, there's not enough time in the day. You have to make time, 100%. whether you want to or not. If if your biggest thing is fitness and like you're waking up every day like, oh my God, like, why do I feel like shit? Why do I look like shit? Like whatever it may be. And your excuse is, I just don't have enough time now. It's just a shame because you have the potential in you to do it. You just have to be disciplined. It's the number one thing that is it, it like it like plagues so many people. Oh, because yeah. just like you said, and Uncle Den preaches all the time, when you get up, that alarm goes off and your inner bitch says, Oh, all right, just go back to sleep. I'm so comfortable. I'm so warm. Oh, I you know, I'll I'll work out in the afternoon. I'll work out after work, which you're lying to yourself. You have to dig deep and you have to just be like, get up. Just get up. Just get up. Like, even if you fall out of bed, it doesn't even matter. Just roll. It'll wake you up. Roll onto the floor, get up, brush your teeth, and just like wait two minutes. Just stand up and wait two minutes. Oh, yeah. And just let your body kind of like, okay, I'm out of bed. I'm no no longer in that comfy, cozy comforter or whatever. Once you make that switch in your mind and you just get up and you start doing things, it one you're not going to be tired anymore in five minutes just put your pants on get out the door just get in your car and just start driving like you're not going to turn around and go back to bed that's when autopilot turns on and you have no clue where you got to the destination (laughs) happened to me this morning yeah 
So you're not going to, once you make those first steps, you're not going to turn back. Then get into that habit of just going to the gym. Even if you, once you get there and just, even if you hop on a treadmill for 15 minutes. You're doing and, something. And put it on an incline. It's a start. Just, it's just something. And then once you do that five days in a row, 10 days in a row, you're going to be in that routine. And I know it's easy to say. I used to say it to myself all the time and I had the hardest time doing it. Oh yeah. But I'm telling you, you have it in you to do it. You're not incapable of doing it to getting up in the morning put your pants on get in the car going to the gym or going for a run going for a walk yeah do something got a dog walk that dog for a mile 100 percent. and i think people too overwhelm themselves i've done it i know other ones of our coworkers have done it when you want to start to work out you think about i have to eat healthy now i have to drink enough water i have to get enough sleep i have to do all of these things and again Mm -hmm. just like the podcasting, just like real estate, just like any career, mm-hmm. you overwhelm yourself so much that you're never going to start. Exactly. So I've always said, and this has worked really well for me, I focus on one thing. I focus on first thing, getting enough sleep. When you're waking up at five o'clock in the morning, for me to feel great, I need to go to bed at like nine. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so awful. No, it's not. It's early. It's early. But- it's early for you. You're 21. <laughs> Yeah, yeah nines are early. Like, don't nines judge me for going nines to bed. Early, Sometimes hey. 10. It's been 10 lately. I but push it back di- you know a what? little bit. So if I don't get good sleep, if I don't go to bed until 12, sometimes I will snooze my alarm and I will sleep and then I'll try to go to the gym in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. First thing, sleep. But if you start and focus on saying, okay, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. You don't have to say, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week. I'm just starting. I'm going to go seven. Mm-hmm. Start with three. Yeah. Start with two. Whatever you yeah. can do, start with it. If you want to start before you go to the gym with nightly walks, walking, getting your 10,000 steps, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're doing something for yourself. Yeah. When you're on your walk, don't be on TikTok. Don't be on Instagram. Either listen to nothing or put on a podcast yeah. and take that time and focus solely on yourself. Right. Let that be your you time. Mm-hmm. Then once you get into the habit of going to the gym, once you start going three, you're going to notice you're going to somehow end up going four. Mm-hmm. One week you might go two, but you're going to end up going more. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to start eating better because you went to the gym and you want to fuel your body well. Then you're going to sleep better mm-hmm. because you're excited to go to the gym. Right. Then you're going to drink more water. Right. It all it kind of falls in yeah. and it works right. really well. Yeah. Sometimes you fall out. It's not a straight line. This week, I have not been great. (laughs) We didn't go this morning Mm. since we're here. We came up bright and early for this. But most of the time, it's okay to fall off. Yeah. Just make sure to get back into it. Right. Don't don't stop going and never go back. Mm -hmm. Get back into it. And I I don't think, I think your chances of falling out of it are way lower. Like, once you start and you're into it, like if you have a bad week or whatever, you definitely have a better chance of going back into it as yep. if you didn't do anything at all. Like oh, you're not yeah. going to just hop into working out just because you wake up one day like, oh, I'm going to start working <laughs> out every day. No, you're not. Start though. Start and then be consistent. Build it up. 100%. You do have to turn off your inner bitch. Yes. That is the biggest turn thing. Turn off your inner bitch. Because mine comes out quite often in the morning. Just stay. Yeah. Just stay in bed. It's definitely been tougher hour. for me with Winnie. <laughs> Um, it's funny cause I got more motivated the two weeks that I was off with Winnie. I was like, okay, I'm getting into like dad mode. I'm like, oh, I gotta be a DILF. Like, <laughs> let's get this going. Like for real. 
And that actually, <laughs> I'm glad I did that because it propelled me when I went back to work. I was like, I wake up. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to. Like, no, you little bitch. You got to get up. It started you off good. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And which is funny because usually it's the opposite. But I feel like it was really like motivation for me. That's. I think it's a good thing to want to be confident in yourself. A hundred percent. I think everyone should. Everyone should look at themselves in the mirror and be proud or confident in the way they look or what they're accomplishing in their life. Oh yeah. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I wish, uh, you know, this was a little bit different, or you know, I wish I was, th-, you know, then it's not a bad thing. We all have those no. thoughts. You have the power but, to change it. Yeah, too. exactly. You have the power to change it. It's a great way to say it, Allie. <laughs> everything can be overwhelming when you first kind of start things out when you're starting a new job mm-hmm. when you have a new baby mm-hmm. when you're creating new shows when you're doing a million things and i've always been the type of person that <laughs> i we were talking about this the other day actually how we get hyper focused on things you mean kate mm-hmm. from when i first was starting and figuring out what i wanted to do i was always the type of person if I wanted to be a teacher, I would call up one of my old teachers mm-hmm. and I would go and I would shadow them. Mm-hmm. When I wanted to be a real estate agent, I called up every real estate agent I could and got mm-hmm. facts about mm-hmm. their career, what they liked, what they didn't like. When I wanted to be a vet, I went to a vet office. You're proactive. And <laughs> once I wanted to do real estate, I thought that's what I wanted to do. I was so focused on finding out everything I could, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I would research on YouTube, Google, TikTok everywhere so then obviously when I was in college I ended up getting my real estate license and I've talked about this on the podcast before and it's a great thing to be able to focus on something that you enjoy like you with your podcasting but you kind of did it not tactically but almost you started out and you just recorded yeah you just you figured out something you wanted to do Mm -hmm. and you just started it and I've become thankful that I'm that way. I have tried to scale back a little bit Mm -hmm. because I would like purchase things that I didn't need at the time. That was the worst thing. (laughs) I've I've done that a couple of times and probably with podcasting. I've purchased cameras that I didn't even realize had a recording limit. Mm -hmm. Like five minutes later, it shuts off. I'm like, oh, well now I need to sell this thing or it's garbage. Oh yeah. You know, you you, you learn, it's like trial by fire. Like you you have to be strategic about it, but you're going to make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Oh yeah. And Um, I think that it's it's great if there's a career that you think you want to do or something you'd be interested in, research it. Mm-hmm. Talk to people you can that are in that space. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anyone in that space, you can find ones in your town. You could look up on podcasts, YouTube, yeah. TikTok, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you could go and you could shadow them if they would be willing to do that. You could see kind of what they're like. I don't necessarily recommend going out and spending money when you decide that that's what you want to do forever and then it's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But exploring is a great thing because it's made me realize there's no what ifs. There's no, oh, what if I did this? Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to try it. I'm not going to go 100%. I'm not going to, when I want to do a podcast, create my own podcast studio. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dennis, for letting us borrow it. Yes, thanks, Dan. But I'm going to start. I'm going to experiment. I'm going to see if it's something that I like. And if it grows, like it grew for you. And that, then at that point, you started to get a few things. You mm-hmm. started to make your own podcast studio. You start off small, see if you like it. You loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it so far after my first guest. <laughs> and then you build it from there. Yeah. It's, it's one step at a time. It, it's so cliche, but it's one step at a time. Find mm-hmm. what you like, explore it, try it out, 
don't you know you don't need a you don't need to fully dive in dip your toe in the water see how it is see if you like it see if it's worth your time see if it's worth your money and your energy and again you will find you know you might think that something's your passion then you try you're like you know mm-hmm. what this is really isn't for me and mm-hmm. that's good that's a learning experience that's something that you just saved yourself time energy and effort a hundred percent and something that i've learned too i think dennis said it or he might have he might have heard it from somewhere I used to spend so much time looking for my passion. I used to sit and say, what do I love? And I can never figure it out. And it would stress me out. Me too. Because I'd be like, these people are doing what they like. And I don't even know what I like. I don't know my skills. I don't know my strengths, whatever. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to continuously find your passion, find your passion. I forget the exact saying, but it's something along the lines of you don't have to find what you're passionate about. Be passionate about what you're doing. And from there, Mm -hmm. that's where all of this has come from, podcasting Mm -hmm. and everything like that. You just started it. It's funny. But you're not seeking. If if you just, like, if you're self-aware enough to just understand what you as a person likes, then you can kind of branch out and figure out. You Like you said, you will find that passion. Like, just be aware of what you enjoy doing. You know, in situations where you feel comfortable and happy, opposed to situations where you don't, like you're not having a good time or whatever, like find those little cues and it, it will lead you to what you enjoy doing. Oh, yeah. Like I realized I loved listening to podcasts in 2017 to 2018 mm-hmm. and I thought it was fascinating. I found myself on YouTube and listening to different ones and looking for different podcasts and I, then I was like, oh, wait. I want to start this is kind of cool. Yeah, like I would love to. I mean, that on top of like, again, people were saying like, oh, you should like do comedy or like you should like start a show or something. And I was like, you know what? I think I should. Oh, and I'll yeah. try it. And I tried it. I fell absolutely in love with it. It's the most fun I've ever had. Like I love creating content. And now it's got me to my full time yeah. job. It's like actually insane to me. It's crazy. It's bonkers. I you like, manifested basically. Yeah. And you know what? There was times where I almost gave up. There was times like in- it's not easy. It's not. It's, it's not a not, straight road it's up. It's not like I had a, like, a full blown <laughs> an blast aha moment. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm like this is. There was times where I was like, I need to take a break, and I did take a break because I needed I needed to recharge creatively, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. Then I came back. Then I'm like, I added stuff. Then I'm learning different things. I learned how to edit um, clips and promos and all this stuff. I made merch. Like it, it's like. I basically went through a four-year college, but I was the professor. Yep. And, and you're the professor and the student. Yes. Which, yeah, <laughs> which is like even crazier to think. But yeah, I went through that four-year process, the ups, the downs, the goods, the bad. And it got me to where I am today. So, And I, I think even your, probably your project management path before that, you probably were able to see the things that you liked in it and the things you didn't. Yes. And absolutely. kind of fine-tune that. Which yeah. that, I think, People focus a lot with college specifically. We're expected to know what we want to do forever by the time that we're 17, 18. It's okay not to know. And also whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. Mm -hmm. No matter what people tell you, it might not be easy. But if you want to do something and you figure out that this specific thing is what you want to do, you could build up, you can learn, you could teach Mm -hmm. yourself like you did with Mm -hmm. YouTube and figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm the perfect example. Like I was... 2018 I was 24 years old so like I didn't even know what I wanted to do until I was 24 years old 
So if you are 17, 18 or in college or, or just out of high school, and you don't know what you want to do. I think it's okay if you have the means to, to take a break for six months to a year and just explore things that you enjoy doing. And fix, Cause you're not, not everyone's going to know what they want to do when they're 17. No, I didn't. Oh, right. So, <laughs> I didn't at all. Yeah. I think it's a hundred percent. Okay. And I think it's also like you were saying before from different jobs, say you might not love the job you're in, but you could figure out the things that you do like. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, it will. you'll be like, oh, wait, everything that I like is podcasting. Mm -hmm. Everything that I like is social media. Everything that I like is this. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my old job because I didn't like it so much <laughs> that. You know what you didn't want. With Yeah, I, didn't, I knew what I didn't want. I knew that I wasn't in the right space for the rest of my life, for my family, for myself, for my mental health. Um, and it propelled my podcasting uh, passion even further because I knew for a fact that that's what I wanted to do. If I was at a job where I was like, oh, I kind of enjoy it. It's not the best, not the worst. Yeah. I would still be podcasting, but I wouldn't be thinking to myself, oh, I want to do this for a job Like, because mm -hmm. I'm content with my old job. Like my old job was so bad. I was like, no, like I love podcasting so much it more that I'm going to do this. Like I want this to be my career. And it happened. So. It's crazy. It is wild. It really is wild. Like it's I, so cool. And it's it's tough because I've always had a hard time. Like I don't like patting myself on the back or, or like patting myself. Yeah, on but you need back to give yourself like, credit. Like proud, but I actually like am proud of myself. Oh yeah, and you have to be confident. You have to yeah. be kind of excited for the accomplishments you've done mm -hmm. and all the things that you've learned. Mm -hmm. You have to give yourself credit where it's due. But again, even now, the work's not over. No, work doesn't stop. You know, the I'm work's at, just th beginning. This new job. And, and I'm producing an episode a day, which is like a whole new <laughs> adventure. I love it to death, honestly. Like it, it constantly keeps me creative and like oh, yeah. I love editing, but it's, it's great. It, it challenges me and I love being challenged because I feel like every challenge makes you that much better. A hundred percent. So the work doesn't stop just because I got my dream job. No, it really just gets started. Gotta keep climbing. Keep learning. Always keep learning. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of wanted to close it out with asking you, I mean, we've gone over a ton of things, but if you could give yourself, this is such a cliche question, but it always <laughs> gets such a great answer. If you could give yourself a piece of advice, like five years, 10 years, 10 years past, ago, oh, what man, would you do? I was 18 years old. Oh man. <laughs> um, if I could give myself advice, Looking back, if I could go right to myself when I was 18, I would say it's tough because I don't want to, I, I feel like all of my, all of my experiences, good and bad are why I'm here today. So like, I, I would love to say to myself, Hey, Frankie, you're making a huge mistake by going away to college. Like just for me personally, it just wasn't for me. College wasn't for me. Going away wasn't for me. I had really bad depression and, and anxiety and stuff like that. So Obviously, I'd want to tell myself that, but those experiences in college have shaped, you. shaped me to who I am today and why I'm here today. So I think what I would tell myself is be patient, stay motivated, because there's going to be times where you really just don't want to do uh, things and you're going to be down on yourself. You're going to be down on your relationships. You're going to be down on your work, your work ethic, your family. Like, just be patient. Stay. Yet be. I was always a kind person, but stay kind. <laughs> um and uh, stay motivated are the, are, the, are the three things that I would say just because there was a lot of times where I, 
I woke up and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know. I just don't want to be doing this right now. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, yeah, that's the advice I would give myself. It shaped you. I think too, something crazy. And it took me a while to realize because I am a wonderful overthinker of all things. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So we can relate on that. But I think that I, all these things that I repeat that I've heard before, things that I've heard from different podcasts or different quotes I've heard that I really have sat with me. Everything that happens, as much as it sucks, they're teaching us lessons. And until you learn that lesson, the lesson's going to keep repeating itself in different ways. Mm-hmm. So we have to realize that when something sucks, when something's great, there's a lesson in everything. I wouldn't change anything. As much as some things are embarrassing, sucked, I was sad, whatever, they were all for a reason. They had to happen because now you could look back today and be like, that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the most important thing. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Everything happens for a reason. It's so cliche, but it's so true. And even if you don't necessarily believe that, once you start thinking that way, life becomes a little bit easier. Oh, yeah. Because everything, every lick and punch that you take, you're like, okay, like that sucked, but I'm here. This happened. Let's deal with it. And it it was supposed to happen. We can choose our mindset. I've said this before. Mm -hmm. We can choose our attitude when we wake up. Mm -hmm. And if your attitude wasn't great one day, the next day is a new day. Mm -hmm. Throw that in the past. You can't change it. Future, we can't control. You only have now. Take advantage of that. Yeah, it is what you make it. Exactly. Glass half full or half empty. You could choose which one it is. All right, guys. With that, that is the end of today's episode of Mindset Happy Hour. I am so thankful to Frankie Rodriguez for being my first guest. He is an amazing human being has accomplished amazing things, and I am thankful to call him a coworker and a friend of mine. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear in the future. I'm looking forward to bringing you guys along on this journey, and I will see you guys next time.